Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for vision. Thank you for a quickening spirit that you will send to us by your word. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. And everybody shall shout a big amen. Shout a bigger amen. And celebrate God with a clap offering. I'm going to preach the same subject I preach in the gospel service because Tuesday I began the series on greatness and quite a number of us were not present. I told you this month we are dealing with greatness. The teachings are going back to back. Sunday, Tuesday, Sunday, Tuesday. And I won't repeat a Tuesday sermon because there is so much to know in order to manifest your greatness and therefore create time and be here on Tuesdays from work and come and soak the teaching because it is in the teaching, it's in the teaching that you can become. So make sure you are here on Tuesday. But I'm going to teach on what I've, I've titled, Are You Prepared for Greatness? That you are clapping. In this church, when we declare the theme of a preaching, we clap because it's a message, a good news from the Lord Jesus Christ. I am preaching on what I've titled, Are You Prepared for Greatness? If they had called you that your visa was ready, you'd be excited. I brought you a message from the Almighty. Are you prepared for greatness? How many of us don't want to be great? How many of us want to be great? How many of us are praying to be great? How many of us are dreaming to be great? You are the reason I'm preaching this message. I thought you are clapping. By failing to prepare, you have prepared to fail. If you fail to prepare, you have prepared to fail. It's a popular saying. What you don't prepare for, you actually have signed up to forfeit it. Follow the teaching. This message will deliver somebody. Deliverance is not a dramatic act on the floor, but a revolution in the mind of a person. If you don't prepare for greatness, you cannot be great. There are no secrets to success or greatness. There are no mysterious secrets. As though there are some people that have been greater to be great. Maybe this one, something is inside. These people are the people that are meant to be great. There is nothing like a mysterious secret to greatness. Every ordinary man, every ordinary woman, if that person is ready, he can be great. 
no matter where he's coming from, no matter where, he, where his, the name he bears, no matter the, his geographical location, any man who is ready can be great. Success is the resource of three things. Number one, preparation, which I'm going to emphasize on. Preparation. You want to be great, but nothing about your today is showing that you are preparing to be great. Nothing about your activity shows a man in preparation for greatness. Do not be mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he reap. Preparation is needed for your greatness to manifest. If you don't prepare, you cannot be great. Greatness is not bad in the day. You cannot be careless in life and wake up one day and we know you to be great. No, it doesn't happen. If you desire to be great, we must prepare for that greatness. Can I hear a big amen? amen? Number two, hard work. Hard work. Hard work has never killed anybody. Hard work. If most of us were in the shoes of Elijah Dangote, you have stopped working. You would have stopped. But he is testing the, 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 the biggest fertilizer factory in the world currently. He is testing production. What else does that man need? Greatness is not for the lazy. Period. If you get this in your head, we close the service. Greatness is not for lovers of sleep and lovers of the bedroom. The bed cannot produce great man. If you are lazy, you are cancelled out of the list of great men. Preparation, hard work, and number three, learning from your mistakes. Learning from your mistakes. Learning from your mistakes. When you learn from your mistakes, you don't repeat your errors. And when you don't repeat your errors, you don't waste your time. You don't waste your resources. You don't waste opportunities. Because when you repeat your mistakes, you will be at the same place no matter your age. All we know about Methuselah is that he was 969 years. Finish. Age doesn't buy a car. Age doesn't buy a house. Age doesn't fill your bank account. It is wisdom. It is preparation. It is the grace of God that has been put to work in a man's life that gives a bright future. Most people fail in church because we ride on the sympathy of men. Oh, give me this. Give me that. Give me that. No beggar has ever become great. If you want to be great, come out of the beggar cloth. Come out. 
If you want to be great, refuse to go begging. Because no great man is a beggar. Am I speaking to somebody? If you don't prepare, you cannot become. Preparation precedes greatness. You cannot cast short your preparation by prophecy. Prophecy only works when preparation is adequate. Please, are you here? Your greatness is a product of your preparation in life. As I'm preaching, one question you must keep asking yourself, the way I'm living my life, am I preparing for something great? Today I, I told somebody a vision I saw about him. Something great about the nation. And I told him, prepare. Let your track record be good. Because when that opportunity come and you lived anyhow, your track record will go against you. So as I'm preaching, ask yourself, the way I am living my life, do I look like someone preparing to be great? I'm teaching. Your greatness won't manifest if you don't prepare properly. Nothing happens unintentional. Greatness is a function of adequate preparation. Adequate preparation, proper preparation. You don't become a medical student because you went to school for two years. You are fake. You will be, you, you will be fished out very soon. Greatness is not for wishes. You cannot lie about your greatness. Time will reveal it. You can fake great, greatness for a moment. Eh? You can fake it, but you can't fake it forever. You can't fake greatness forever. In the matter of time, it will be revealed. Because greatness is a manifestation of something inside manifesting outside. Everybody has the seed of greatness, but not everybody will become great. Do not be deceived by the word of prophecy over your life and be careless. All some people, you see, the reason the church is where we are is because we look for prophecies when we are not prepared. See, as for the prophetic word, it can always come over your life. But the most frustrating thing about life is when you carry prophecy and your life is still contradicting the prophecy you claimed you received from a true man of God and from a holy God. 
reason we don't prepare to manifest the prophecy. May somebody live here with an open eyes to God begin to prepare for greatness. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Unusual achievements are preceded by unusual preparations. And I told them about the fight between Tyson Fury and Wilder. In their first match, it was a draw. But you see, that black guy has some punches. Most of his wins are knockout because he has a certain punch. When it lands on you and you get up, then you are an animal. So in the first fight, he gave Tyson one of them and Tyson went down and we all, I thought it was over. The referee was counting. One. It was on the seventh or the eighth count that the man opened his eyes. And he got up and they fought. And he drew. So he learned a lesson. If I don't prepare unusually, I will be defeated in my next fight with this guy. So from his own words, he trained not to go for 12 rounds. He trained to knock out Wilder. And he trained and he did it. He didn't wish it. He said he, he trained in a kind of training he has never trained before. You are watching and clapping, and, but the guy subjected himself. This was a man who fell into depression some time ago. He began drinking and became obese. But you see, when purpose and vision and determination collide, it puts a man in a place to prepare for greatness. Prepare my people for God is about to do something great with your life. But if you don't prepare, if you don't prepare, if you don't prepare, you will look like a mockery. Many young people are just wasting their lives. We are wasting our time, wasting our energy, fooling all around. Preparing for nothing. Time is going. The African man is still behind. Look. God is calling you to a place of preparation. Prepare for what is coming. David, prepare for what is coming. Daniel, prepare for what is coming. Paul, prepare for what is coming. Cornelius, prepare for what is coming. There is something big ahead. There are going to be vacancies and there are going to be opportunities. Nanado will never be the president for, for life. The U.S. Secretary General cannot live for life. <laughs> Every great position will be vacant one day. The man who is prepared is the one that will be preferred. 
no matter the tribe, no matter the religion, the one who is prepared will be preferred. What you need to do is to begin to prepare for that greatness ahead of us. Are you with me? God can't prepare for you. For the preparation, if I'm right, Proverbs chapter 16 verse 1. First, I want to wrap up in 20 minutes. The preparations of the heart in man and the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. So when it comes to the preparation, it's the duty of a man. It's in the power of a man to prepare. Young people don't think you have so many years. 20 years so you think you have all the fun. You are setting a record in your life. You are planting seeds. 30 something, 20 something, 18 years, 17 years. 17 years and you have already slept with 25 guys. You are not wise. You are not serious. You are not purposeful. You are making yourself useless. Because as they are using you, a time will come, you'll be useless. At age of 17, David is bringing down Goliath. At age of 17, you are slaying guys in the area. What a shame. You have no purpose. You see, you don't need a motivational speaker to pursue destiny. You know what can motivate you? Look at your family. It's a big sermon. You look at your family. Oh, pastor, what if my family is rich? You look at it well. You, you rich family, you look at it. You take your time and look at it. Hmm. You look at it well. Look at the sinners around you. It's a good motivation. God will never, never prepare for you. It's you, you must prepare. You have the power of preparation is in you. God cannot wake up to learn for you. God cannot wake up. Have you seen God farming a tongue-talking believer's farm before? Hello, talk to me. God will never take holes and go to your farm. Preparation is the duty of a man. Manifestation is the duty of God. So if preparation doesn't go on, answer will not come from God. So if you are not preparing and you are praying, answer won't come from God because you are not ready for what you are asking for. If you fail to prepare, God fails to manifest. He will not manifest. So he meets Moses. He will not talk to Moses until Moses prepares by removing his sandals. Are you, are, are, are you following me? Preparation is all the secrets you need to know to break through. If you can prepare, 
you will be preferred. Yeah. If you can prepare for that greatness. The chief justice will not live forever. The supreme court judges will not live forever. Some people must occupy. And believe you me, those who qualify will occupy those positions. Lawyers in the house. If you talk about greatness in your profession, you must target it. I will not talk about how to prepare today. I will teach it on Tuesday. So if you don't listen to that one, you have not listened to the message. Because I'm going to teach you 10 ways to prepare. What can you see? If truly you had a vision that you were going to be the Bank of Ghana governor, how are you preparing? You see yourself as a prophet, how are you preparing? You see yourself as a pastor, how are you preparing? You see yourself as a business guru, how are you preparing? You are just using your mouth. I shall be the head and not the tail. I shall be the head and not the tail. You will continue to be the tail. Because the kind of life you are living is not a curse. You are carving. Your life is like a stem of a tree given to you. The way you are carving, we know how it will turn a monster. If you fail to prepare for greatness, you'll be shocked that the friends you have today, in 10 years' time, if you want to even meet them, you will not have the opportunity to meet them because they'll be too busy to meet an unbusy person like you. Your mother can't tell you this. That's why I'm your pastor. I will tell you. Some of you don't respect in the house, so your parents can't tell you. I'm telling you today. The way you are living your life in 10 years' time, some of the people you are playing with today, when you want to meet them, you, you will not have the opportunity to meet them because they will be too busy to meet an unbusy person like you. You want to be great? What are you doing with marijuana? What are you doing with weed? What are you doing with cocaine? What are you doing with 12 girlfriends? What are you doing with alcohol? What are you doing with sleep, sleeping? Careless lifestyle. You want to be great? I came to set up. I want you to leave the, the church today with your head aching. You. I don't go like <laughs> with deep bio. Charlie, the pastor has dipped my head in fire. <laughs> yeah. Life is how you define it. Your destiny is not known. The only thing we know about your destiny, if you're a believer, is that it's glorious. You define your own destiny. Do you understand me? Because you move from glory to glory. That's all we know. 
And the weight of every glory is different. So your destiny is not known by even your mother or your father. Where you stop is where your destiny is. I show me a hungry and a hungry man and a man with appetite, and I will show you the amount of glory he will consume in his life. Are you hungry enough? Go to school and learn. You are not learning. Uti aprodo, oko night clubs. You go and chill, and you come back. When you fail, you come back. You are burden on the family. Whose fault? Go to university and learn. You have gone marrying. You are not preparing for anything significant in your life. Stop. You cannot deceive everybody for because a time will come, we will know. Whether from a zero to a thirty, to from a zero to a forty, what were you doing? We will know. You don't need to tell us. <laughs> Your life will tell us what you were doing from zero to forty years. You cannot play around and become a great person. There is a price. You need to pay for something that is great. If it was all about a prophetic ditto ditto word, like I don't worry myself to learn to preach and come and teach you. Like when I come, we will sing sir, his song so yet to sir said they are to to me woman someone say hey but I might come. Then I start. I start. If it was all about the, that prophetic word, which I do, I prophesy. But I'm telling you, if it was all about it, like Ghana's, Ghana should be filled with billionaires. Are you here? Because who say what prophetic media? Say very soon you are breaking through. You are broken down. Actually, you have broken down. <laughs> the prophetic word was true, but you didn't prepare. You're not doing anything. So you have broken down. I say, Epeja, what that name is But today, I came to open your eyes. Prepare for greatness. Tell somebody prepare for greatness. For something good is ahead of you. Come on, celebrate God with a good clap offering. What are you prepared for today? What you have today in your life is what you have actually prepared for. Yeah. What you have today what you have become today is what you prepared for yesterday. What are you preparing for to become in future? The type of pastor I am today is the type of pastor I have prepared for for the past nine years. What type of pastor do I want to become in the next nine years again? 
it will be determined by the type of activities I'm going to do for the next nine years. You can change your story. You can rewrite your story if you rise up and begin to prepare for your greatness. Jesus used 30 years to prepare for a three and a half years ministry. And look at the impact of that three and a half years over 2,000 years ago. You see, I told the pastor yesterday that, you see, I was talking to him. He said, oh, he's not sharp in the prophetic. I said, is it only the prophetic you need to grow your church? The prophetic is very nice. It's exciting. And I like it on Fridays when I'm flowing. It's sweet. But if it takes only spiritual gifts to build a church, like the Catholic church would have died a long time. Please, are you here? Eh, because my father died early. Eh, because my mother died early. I know an orphan. He became, he became a medical doctor. I married him with another lady from this church. As I'm speaking to you, he's in the U.S. studying in John, Hop- John Hopkins University. Do you know John Hopkins University? the best medical university in the world, where researches are made, is also an orphan like you. Could it be that you had opportunities and you blew it out and he had an opportunity, an uncle took care of him and when he went to school, he was serious. You, the whole family was contributing for you. You were not serious. Then you'll be crying. Eh, if my mother was alive, if my father was alive, I would not be treated like that. Let me tell you something. My wife's mother died when she was nine years. She stayed with an auntie. All her sisters, she has three sisters. None of them went wayward. None of them went wayward. Your waywardness is not the, the reason you are giving. That's not it. All. It's you. It's you. It's not the devil. You. None of them went wayward. Prepare. Prepare. For tomorrow, you must not be begging. You must be giving. You must be building. You must be buying. You must be winning souls. You must be building churches. You must be somebody that your family can lean on. Prepare. 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 Stop being fancy. And get some substance in your life. Because one day, those who have prepared, when they meet opportunity, there will be manifestation. Yeah. Abraham Lincoln said this one day. He said, give me six hours to chop down a tree and I will use four hours to sharpen my axe. Did you understand that? 
He had six hours to cut down a tree. But he will use four hours to sharpen the axe so that in two hours, he can cut down the tree with less effort. Look, prepare. Take up new courses. Build up new character. Learn how to talk well. Learn how to dress well. As a lady, prepare. Because you don't know when your savior of destiny. You sow the seed for savior of destiny. God will pull them out. But when they come, they are not Holy Ghost. They are human beings. What they see and what they hear is what they react to. Prepare your life. Prepare. Burn the midnight candle. Sacrifice something. Die to something. Leave something. It may not be your choice, but leave that thing. You might love it, but leave it. You might love him, but leave him. Because he's not part of the journey. Unless you don't want to be great. And Abraham told Lot, it's time to leave. Separate from your nephew Lot. And move on. What are you doing with your life? What are you doing with your life? One lady, five boys have broken your heart at the age of 23. You are getting there. You are getting somewhere. Because you don't have any agenda. You are not preparing for anything. Church, I came to call you into preparation. As a church, let's prepare for the big thing that is coming. As an individual, prepare yourself. Go for gold. Why do you go for silver when there is gold? Pay a price. Pay a price. Except a corn of wheat falls onto the ground and dies, it abides alone. But when it dies, there must be some dying. There must be some devaluing. As a lady, your hair, you may have to keep it for four months because that sugar daddy must go off. I'm talking to somebody. There is a place prepared for you. Prepare. Didn't you hear Jesus that I go to my father to prepare? So there is a place that has been prepared for you. Prepare to be there. Prepare to be there. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. Let me do five minutes and I leave you to go. Preparation is the womb of greatness. As a pastor, I've realized that the more I pastor, the more I get to know that I don't know anything. And I enter my study room and I'm confused. Which book should I take out? And when I see the books, I become restless. Because I realize there are more 
I don't know about life, about ministry, about church, and about people. If you are not learning, you think you know everything. But when you begin to learn, you will know you don't know anything. Prepare. Oh God, help your people to understand this word. There's a Malaysian proverb that says that prepare the umbrella before it rains. May God find a prepared vessel in this house. I said may the Lord find a prepared vessel in this house. We are having too many young people doing nothing to show that the future is bright. During the night, just walk around. You see young people just sitting down chatting. Chatting! They will chat till it's night, then they go and sleep. You walk through town. Just walk from the village everywhere. Walk. Nothing to do. Nothing to learn. They won't even come for teaching service. They won't even come for prayer meeting. They will not even sit down and think about themselves. Their last two cities, they will go and sit in the drinking bar and drink themselves, selling their body to death. Prepare. Is that how you are preparing to be great? If that was how David was behaving, don't deceive yourself that when you come and I anoint you, it neutralizes your foolishness. No! I feel the fire. There's some fire in the building. So, Pastor, all my foolishness will be neutralized. If that was the case, then Samuel should have anointed Abinadab as king instead of David. The oil doesn't work on an empty head. Get it and get it early in your Christian walk. What is inside will manifest by the force of the oil. So if there is nothing you built in your life over time, David was going to the bush to take care of the father's flock. And when the heavenly father wanted somebody to take care of the flock of Israel, he had no option than to choose David. Abinadab never goes to the bush to take care of the flock. Shama, Eliab, nobody. The handsome boy goes to the bush. Because there was a time somebody must bring down Goliath. Eliab cannot. But he has not killed a bear before. David has. In the bush. He didn't run. You will see cockroach, you run away. Lion came to pick one of the lamb. David goes to kill. Who is Goliath compared with a lion? Lions don't die by diseases. They die by hunger. So if the lion is hungry, no strength of a man can overcome him. And for David to pull a lamb from the mouth of a hungry lion, who is Goliath? David is pulling lamb from lions. Why won't the anointing come upon him? He never lost a battle. 
He, even in his old age, he didn't lose any battle. So when Samuel entered into the house, though there were sons, oil doesn't work on sons. He works on prepared sons. So the man who was prepared was not in the house, but the oil was not in a hurry to settle on anyone. It will wait until the prepared. I pray for you this morning. I pray for you that God will help you to prepare yourself for the greatness ahead. Come on, celebrate God with a good clap. I remember on campus, we had a group. We used to fast and pray. And we lived a holy life as though God was, God had put gun on us. Ba-ba, ba-na, ba-na. Hey, ba-ba. Everyone in that circle today is a great person. He's doing well. We prepared for today, yesterday. We are preparing for our tomorrow, today. What are you doing? I like the way the place is quiet. Yeah, that means I'm really teaching. And I'm destabilizing your thinking. I know somebody said it's aching. This ache, if you take para, it won't work. Until you begin to think and revolutionize your activities. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. My time has beaten me. You can't receive from God what you have not prepared for. Pastor, what is grace? What, then where is the function of grace? I'll show you. Then we close. I won't show you. I'll show you on Tuesday. Yeah. Show you on Tuesday. You can't pray to be great and you are not preparing to be great. Do you know what it took Esther in the contest? I showed them on Saturday. They massage hair with two different oils. One massage to six months. Because her body must be no men, no men, no men, no men, no men. No men, no men, no men. So much to say, Balu and Suwum. No men, no men, no men. It shouldn't be like a masking key with a bar inside. So much say, yes, this is a prepared body. For a sacrifice. Because <laughs> the king doesn't like five bad skins. <laughs> so they prepare them. Prepare them. Hmm. Ladies, if your skin, your, your hand is like fiber, please go and work on it. Who be to try your skins? <laughs> The palm of a queen must be like water in the balloon. Some ladies will shake you and you look at their face. Whether it was a mason that shook you or something. <laughs> They're like, hey, it is well, my sister, it is well. Esther. 
Tele, prepare. Because something great is ahead. Stop giving all your energy to a woman. You are the most miserable man on earth. Because that strength God has given you is for a purpose. We can decide to pray and pray and pray and pray and never prepare and will not amount to anything. Hallelujah. Rise up and let's pray. Hold somebody's hand. We are going to use that scripture. Second Chronicles 27 verses. Don't, don't miss Tuesday. I'm cont- I'll continue from where? I, 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 I st- After the first service, I'm, you, you, you can't miss this. You need to know how to prepare. But we are going to pray with this scripture. I want you to open your mouth as a general and an army man and read this. Want to go? No, 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 no. I wasn't preaching like that. Lift your voice. Read it once again. Want to go? Give me another version of this. Let me see whether I'll get another beautiful. Give me another version. Ah, I love this one. Don't you love this one? Read it again. One to go. So, the king by his name didn't necessarily guarantee greatness. Titles don't buy food. King Jotam became powerful because no, there were some people in school who used to say because because our, our, our people from the middle belt. Because I didn't mention anything, no. Middle belt can be from east, west, and center. So, because. <laughs> Actually, I didn't mean that. Too, so. Let's. let's. <laughs> And then I can be Biana. I watch it for no more. Okay. The, the king Jotam became powerful because he was careful to live in obedience to the Lord, his God. Give me the King James. I want to pray with that one. So Jotam became mighty. Because, a reason, because he prepared his ways before the Lord is God. We are going to pray that God help me. You know how indisciplined you are. You know how careless you are. You know how you easily forget yourself. But look, there is an assignment. There is a greatness. There is a throne prepared for you. That throne has already been prepared by the eternal grace of the Lord for you. But you have to prepare your ways before the Lord so you can sit on the throne. You want to pray that God release the grace. Help me. Talk 
to God that Lord help me to enter into preparation for my greatness. Lift your voice and pray in two minutes. Hold somebody's hand. Hold somebody's hand and pray. Lift your voice and pray. Be desperate in your prayer. Pray. Prepare me, Lord. Help me, Lord. To prepare myself. It's time to borrow more vessels. It's time to go back to school. It's time to read another course. It's time to learn ethics. It's time to zip your trousers. It's time to keep your panties on. Lift your voice and pray that God, you will help me to prepare for the greatness ahead. Rabababo Santa. It's time to build endurance. It's time to suffer. It's time to sacrifice. It's time to pay the price. Oh God, help me. Help me to receive my calling. Help me to receive the demands of my greatness. Any way I am on, that is foolish. Any way I am on, that is empty. Any way I am on, that is destructive. Any way I am on, that is unwise. Oh God, help me to walk out of it. I change direction this morning. I change direction this day. I change direction this afternoon. By the power of the Holy Ghost. God told Abraham, come out from your father's house. There is something you must walk out from. And there is something you must walk to. Somebody pray for one more minute. A price to pay. A sleepless night. A thinking. A holy life to live. A giving to give, a work to do, a job to apply for, a business to start on an empty stomach. It may require that you wear the same dress for six months. Rabba Oh Lord, help us in the name of Jesus. The last prayer. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 20 to 26, you will see that there was a great house. Say great house. 
the kingdom of God is a great house. The church is a great house. But there are many vessels. And these vessels that were present, number one, they were present expecting to be used. Or they were present in order to be used. Follow the teaching. Number two, the master really needed them. You are in church. Jesus really needs you. Jesus really needs to use you. Number three, they were there for different purposes. Are you here? Number four, they were available to be used by the master. But the fifth one is what changes the gear. The master will use a clean vessel. A preferred vessel. And that is where I'm talking about. Preparation. Preparation. What are you prepared for? Can you see the future? I want you to burn with hunger. Burn with an appetite for greatness. Last prayer. Lord, make me a vessel of new wine for my generation. Pray that prayer in one minute. Stay in us, Lord. A hunger for greatness. A hunger for purpose. A hunger for divine assignment. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. As a vessel. Use me, Lord. Lift your two hands. Let's sing. As a vessel. We are singing it. Choristers, what are you doing? Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord Jesus. Use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Oh, I said Of glory, of glory, use me, Lord. Oh, use me, Lord. Use me, Lord. Yeah, use me, Lord. I said, Bessel, I said, Bessel, use me. Oh, I said, Bessel. Oh, fire. Hey, use me, Lord. 
Jesus, use me, Lord. Lift your two hands and sing this song. It's a prayer. If you want me to pray for you, you want me to lay my hands on you, and by the message, the message has stirred you up. You want me to lay my hands on you. Come to the altar. I will lay my hands on you and impart the hunger into you. Oh, use me, Lord. Yes, Lord, thank you for the crown. Thank you for the crown. Take it. Use wants to anoint people 
to take the world for him. And the people are not prepared. I pray. I pray. I pray for you. That you will live here with a hunger. Human connection can help you today. for you that you prepare yourself for what God wants to do with you I feel the anointing in the building looking for a David from a family. God is always looking for an apostle Paul for a generation. The problem is that the people are not available and are not prepared. You cannot fake yourself into that role. You cannot pridefully enter. You cannot claim it. You are made into it. I pray for you that you will prepare. You will prepare. For in the next five years and ten years, there will be giants in this house. And may you be one of them. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering.